0: Look at those men. Look at their mics. Live once again. Hey, welcome, Casey. Welcome, welcome,
1: as the folks like to say.
0: Is that how what the you folks going? say? That
1: is. That's kind of that's that's how I used to open my last podcast. I'd say welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome, welcome. welcome. Yeah, because I try to think of something original. Didn't want to be you know too cliche. Have you ever heard? There's this one guy I love. He says "bang bang" to start his uh, every Eddie. episode.
0: Yeah, Eddie. I wasn't sure if you knew. Him. Except he doesn't say it like. I didn't know what he said for the longest time because bang, bang. Like he says it so quick. I don't even understand what he was saying. It took me a while. We need something. Cause I said, I used to say, what up wolves? I don't really say anything yet. We need to like, think of a, you kind of um, have adopted and we are live to, I don't like that though. No, it's know, okay. Like, it's a placeholder. It, yeah, It's a little ch- bit of a placeholder. I'll change it at some point, but we haven't come up with anything yet. Um, so for people watching, it's more obvious people listening. You could probably tell, but if you can't, Uh, I'm speaking to Casey from a distance. We are talking through the computer. We're being responsible because we may
1: have had a COVID exposure on our hands and we wanted to be responsible and we are
0: responsible. We're safe. We respect the COVID guidelines. We do. So we said, let's preemptively just be safe and do it over a video. So I can't uh, touch Casey's thigh like I normally do when we're recording. I usually yeah. rub his thigh. Nobody can really tell though. Yeah. You guys can't see it,
1: but, and that's actually it, as difficult as it is for you. That's hard for me because <laughs> it, it calms me down. It eases my nerves <laughs> to have you just caressing me. So or if I'm playing footsies with you or
0: something, you know?
1: Yeah. It's the Jordan flu
0: game. We're both battling through something here. <laughs> you know what sucks so like people can see the video casey has a sick uh grateful dead shirt on uh it reminds me of when i was doing a music website for a little while and i uh was interviewing uh, an artist and i was like all right i'm gonna dress and i was doing it over like a computer and i was like all right i'm gonna dress like real fresh make sure i look good so i wore a chinatown market uh grateful dead like collab shirt with the same bears on it like you have and I sit down and like the shirts just cut off right where the bears start. And it was just, I was like, all right. So I guess how I dress on video calls doesn't matter because I had, just had, I wore ears. like all the drip, bro. I had like the sickest outfit on, like I'm going to dress so fly. And then you couldn't see any of it. And I was so pissed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I get worried about wearing the shirt because I listen to, you know, a, a little bit of Grateful Dead. Mostly when I think of Grateful Dead, my stepdad, when we used to drive to Delaware to see family, we used to go often because we have family down there it's like a five-hour drive and he would put on the grateful dead serious xm channel which if you've never listened to it it's only live concerts and the grateful dead at live concert is essentially 30 minutes straight of guitar solos and then a different guy does a guitar solo <laughs> and as as a 13 year old you're like what is this nonsense we're listening to. And little did I know he's high the whole time and he's just enjoying himself behind the wheel, like rocking out to Grateful Dead. Um, so that's my extent of Grateful Dead. But every time I wear this shirt out between the tie dye, the beard, the long hair, especially when I was on the road with the van, I get people all the time that ask me about you know, my favorite show I've been to, or, you know, if I'm going to a show soon to see Dead and Company. And me, I'm not the kind of guy who's gonna be honest to you and embarrass myself. I lie my ass off in that situation. I'm like, oh yeah, like. Uh, yeah, song- they're my favorite band. Oh, I haven't my God. seen them in a while. I-, I had a show lined up, but COVID ruined that. Oh, shots. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Same with the guitar in the background. If you guys are watching, I have this guitar hanging on my wall and people mention it all the time on sales calls. This is my office I'm in right now. And I act like I'm this musician
0: with between the records and the guitar. I have no idea how to play that thing yet. What if someone calls you out though? What if you're on a call and someone's like, oh, play us a little something. And it's something super basic that anybody could play the guitar knows how to play. Now listen,
1: listen, I am very comfortable with telling someone, this is a business call. I'm not about to whip out the guitar <laughs> and play a little tune for
0: you here. I but don't yeah. know. What if that closes the deal? What if you're about to close the deal and the guy's like, "All right, I'll close. I'll accept the offer, but you got to play me something. I did have serenade this, me. I did have
1: this guy the other day who worked for a brand that's like <clears throat> notorious for dressing musicians and he was pulling all these names of people that he knew out of his hat and i just would not i was nodding along with him and acting like i knew all of these people and some like along the way on my other monitor i'm googling their names so that way i could i like mention something and that's how we do it that's how we do sales in the new age you have your your tools right there and you can just kind of lie your ass off to someone
0: That's true. I've done that before on uh, work calls. Like someone asks something and you pretend you know what you're talking about, but then you just start looking it up as you're uh, doing whatever. Even if it's internal stuff too, then nobody can even tell. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fake it till you make it. Uh, So before we go any further, subscribe. Please subscribe. I'm so sick of saying it, but I'm going to say it every damn time until everyone does it. We have, I checked before we recorded, I think we're at 82 five-star reviews on apple podcast which is good let's get it to 100 which is also bullshit because we're saying let's get it to 100 there's way more than 100 people even listening to it even just listening to it on apple so i don't know why just do it guys and also for the people who have done it we should say thank you we love you we appreciate you we respect you uh yes and then that's goes into the next thing okay. casey showing the stickers Look at all of these.
1: We have a stack of stickers here. If you can't Fat see stacks it. Stacks of stickers. We have no one to send them to still. We need you guys to give us your addresses so we can actually send these out to you as well.
0: Uh, so there's there's been a there's been a handful of people who have filled out the Google form, but if you just go to Atmen with Mike's Pod on Twitter, or Instagram, there is the link in the bio. There is a link to just fill out a quick form literally just your name and address email and then we'll send you free stickers that's literally all you have to and you have to check a box that says i promise that i did a five-star review which you could lie but you're not going to because you love us and we love you yeah that's the agreement
1: we have and it's legally binding um we have
0: lawyer friends and i will will sue sue your ass yeah my uncle is a lawyer and I'm gonna sue you for everything you have and bleed you dry. And you are so fucked if you don't give a five star review and ask for a sticker. So it's fine, you can lie, but I will come after you with everything yeah. I have. So
1: fill out our form. Also, uh, should we mention our brand spanking new
0: email inbox that we have now? There is an email inbox which is pod at gmail.com. So same as the Twitter and Instagram handle, pod at gmail.com. Uh and- I don't know okay. if there's
1: anything specific. We might use this for a variety of things, but in the beginning, we were thinking, you know, we've gotten a lot of DMs with people who want to chime in when we talk about something, or, you know, even if it's a, a grievance or a complaint or maybe even a story that you think is funny that you wanna you want us to bring up, we can say it anonymously, we can mention your name, but email us, send it into this email inbox, and we're gonna check that every week. And we will bring that up on the pod. We want to give you guys a way to participate in this podcast and kind of join in on the fun with us because we have a ton of fun doing it. And from what I've heard, you guys have a ton of fun listening. So please email us at menwithmikespod at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, a lot of people get mad about my takes on certain things. If you want to clap back at something I said, you disagree with my opinion, that's the place to do it. Also, before we go any further, me and Casey have been talking about this, this video makes me look like I have a lazy eye. I've already bitched about it to Casey, but I'm gonna bitch about our recording. I have a lazy eye. I think <laughs> I, I like. I think I just found it out at age 27. But I like. I don't know if it's the angle I'm looking. I've been adjusting my seat, adjusting the camera, adjust like I don't know. i like turning sideways. Like I might sit like this so I don't look as I look. My eyes going sideways. Have I, always been like, <laughs> I look insane. I don't know. I'm seeing it as well. I am also, yeah. it's not just you. It's not like a
1: look in the mirror situation here. <laughs> you absolutely have a lazy eye in this and, video. B- but
0: then I like, so now I'm checking, I like open up Snapchat, I look at my face and I'm like, I look normal. And then I look here and i look <laughs> like I'm looking five directions at one time. Like I don't understand what's going on. It's freaking me out. And I'm, I can't concentrate. Like, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at myself trying to fix my eyes, like straighten them out. And I can't do it. Well, the best part about you doing this podcast with me is
1: that at the end of the day, you're still just being compared to this big old schlub over here. So
0: lazy eye or not. Dude, you're oh, also thanks. so tie-dyed out right now. I actually didn't even realize you had the double tie-dye going on. I Did know. Have I tie-dye sweatpants? That would I, be... I wasn't... <laughs> I would, I
1: don't... Not right now. I do. I own them. I don't have them on. You should on. have. That'd be uh, sick. I wasn't going to wear the headband because I have the tie-dye shirt on, but no, the headband my... Little... It's my
0: superpower. It's my... Uh, the opposite of kryptonite, whatever the my mojo steroids. It's <laughs> your secret, sec, your secret sauce or secret stuff like Mike, like MJ and uh. Exactly. What do you call it? Space Jam. Uh, that's something we should do whenever the merch situation comes about. One of the first things should be fucking headbands, tie dye headbands with the men with Mike's logo on it. Now that we've got stickers printed out and shipped to us, I'm going to start looking into merch. Uh, I think that would be a fun thing to have as well. Why not? It's, right? It's, it's coming. It's, it's coming. But coming. Well maybe we'll maybe we'll say you can get merch once you uh once we get a certain number of five star reviews. Once we get 150 five star reviews, you'll cover your ass in tattoos and we'll give you guys merch, but you have to pay for merch. A tattoo, a tattoo,
1: okay? <laughs> Covering my ass in tattoos is going to come when we make it big. <laughs> Everyone knows the the bigger star status you get, the more ass tattoos you get. It's it goes hand in hand. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's obvious. That's how all podcasters do it. (laughs) Rogan does the same. You know how many ass tattoos Joe Rogan has covered in ass tattoos? Couldn't even imagine, honestly. Couldn't even (laughs) contemplate that. (laughs) That would be um, actually funny if that was like a secret thing nobody tells you to get into podcasting. They like bring you into a secret room like you have to get your ass tattooed like once you enter the Elite Podcaster Association. For sure. <laughs> the Elite Podcasters it's, Association. It's like it's the, the Illuminati. except concept in general, yeah.
1: <laughs> all these people that... They're, it's just a bunch of people talking over each other because they all like... <laughs> they can't stop their, talking. Yeah, they all love their own voice so much. They're just <laughs> all... It's just a bunch of murmurs. Like... Blah, blah,
0: blah, 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 incoherent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. i like that we should start that maybe <laughs> just I'm a down. secret a secret society of pod of podcasters I'm uh, so, down. so a few things to start um from uh following up from last episode one thing that we should follow up with so I, me in case you talked about i put the clip out of um the part where i said i want to body slam women and I knew this was going to happen when I posted it, when I said it on the podcast, like when people listened to it, but I got some reactions and it always surprises me. People are going to think I really like that. There are going to be people who think I'm, that I genuinely was dead serious, want to body slam women. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those people. I <laughs> truly believe that you would like to body slam a woman.
1: But and Are you some telling people, me you had people... You know,
0: offended that you want to. <laughs> you're you're, they you're that, saying they that because do you want to commit domestic abuse. People, yeah. I had some people say that that's offensive. I had someone tell me that it was offensive that I said that. They said it's funny, but it could be offensive because you're talking about being violent against women. And I was like, so you think I meant that I want to tombstone <laughs> a girl? I had somebody somebody hit up one of my friends and he showed it to me. He thought I said that I like to beat. I like to beat up fat girls, <laughs> like, <laughs> like miss the tall girls part. Somehow got fat chicks in his head. He's like, he wants to like beat up a fat girl. So to clear the air, it's a joke. I'm not going to clarify all jokes going forward, but I just think I think it's funny. Like how much people under like I do it. I underestimate people understanding jokes and sarcasm and things like that. So now for the rest of my life going forward, there are people out in the world who will believe. That I seriously like to beat up women. So we'll put a I disclaimer,
1: don't. we'll put a disclaimer <laughs> at the beginning of this podcast that what you hear may be a joke or
0: sarcastic in this podcast. <laughs> or it could be serious. And I do want to give a girl a stunner, like a stone cold stunner. Maybe I, I do. I see, I think you, you know,
1: there's a reason, if you recall, that you specifically wanted tall girls. It was because You wanted a good match.
0: It's a fair matchup. Yeah. You
1: wanted a fair matchup. So, because then I I feel like
0: it's not abuse.
1: I truly (laughs) believe that you want to get body slammed. Like, you hope that you go for the body slam and that they reverse it on you somehow. (laughs) And you're the one ending up on your back here. So,
0: I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I knew you would react like that. (laughs) (laughs) I might like it. I'm waiting for someone to do that. That would be sick. I don't know. Maybe I'm into that. So, another thing to follow up with. Is my Wawa complaint? So I'm really worried. <laughs> I you, so, did you write your letter? I wrote my letter. I said I was going to write a complaint. I wrote my letter. I'm warning you, Casey. I haven't read it to you yet. I it's super long. <laughs> I I tied myself reading it. It's going to take me three minutes to read this.
1: <laughs> hey, we have uh, editing and fancy things for a reason.
0: No, so. they have to hear the whole thing. So I want to read, and I literally, I'll when the episode's out, I'll post this. Uh, so you could see that I truly did submit that. Um, Let's. I'm saddling up. All right. Whew. Let me begin this by saying I am a Wawa fanatic. I will defend Wawa against all of the dorks and naysayers that slander its good name. The rush I feel when I'm at the computer placing my order is an indescribable feeling. Unlimited potential and so much power at my fingertips. I can customize the food to my exact liking. In a rush, boom, ready to go food that's as good as they come. Even the coffee is up there with the elite coffee institutions that are still hopelessly chasing greatness that Wawa has achieved 10 times over. Even the gas is always at the most competitive prices, and that's because Wawa always puts the customer first. This is why I have been heartbroken by my recent disappointment in the Wawa empire. One of of my favorite items has been Wawa's red grapes. Perfectly sweet, perfectly round, and unbelievably consistent at every location. It's been one of my favorite fun facts to tell people when the topic of Wawa would get brought up, usually by me. Have you ever gotten the red grapes from Wawa? Trust me, the best grapes you'll ever have. I've made that exact proclamation dozens of times. Every time the person looks at me in disbelief, I assure them it's the truth. They agreed to give it a shot, and lo and behold, each and every time the person would report back that this was, in fact, the truth. They had just eaten the greatest red grapes on earth. They would thank me endlessly for showing them the way, and they would go and spread the good word, Wawa has the best red grapes. On a recent trip to Wawa, after filling up the car with gas, I made one of my go-to orders. Oven roasted turkey hoagie, wheat classic roll, pepper jack cheese, creamy chipotle sauce, spinach, hot peppers, salt pepper, Old Bay, and avocado. Yes, I paid the extra 70 cents because I'm loaded and money means nothing to me. I also ordered a black cold brew because I had a long drive ahead of me. I then snagged buffalo chicken bites and the old reliable red grapes on my way to pay for my upcoming feast. After receiving my hoagie and coffee, I sat in my car to chow down. After finishing the hoagie and chicken bites, I opened up the container of red grapes and placed it it open in the cup holder. You see, I usually begin my drive prior to consuming the red grapes. It gives me something a little sweet to get me going as I begin my journey on the open road. (laughs) Anyway, so I get to the parkway and pop my first red grape into my mouth, but I couldn't believe it. A sour grape? How could this be? I try another and again, sour, I turn the light on in my car to inspect the grapes. Mind you, I'm driving 85 miles per hour on the parkway, so this is an incredibly this is incredibly dangerous, but this was an issue that needed to be addressed ASAP. Upon further inspection, I realized the grapes were oval shaped, not the perfect round shape I've come to know and love. What are these disgusting oblong-shaped grapes doing at Wawa? I powered through eating the rest out of respect to the kingdom of Wawa, but it was torture. I hoped to myself that this was a one-time mishap and wouldn't happen again. I tried to forget the horror I experienced that day. Fast forward to the next weekend, I have another long drive ahead of me, and I again stop at Wawa. Before my departure, this time, I order a chicken bacon ranch quesadilla, five chicken strips with boom-boom sauce, a cold brew, and finally the red grapes. Once I get to the moment where I open the red grapes, I feel nervous but confident that Wawa won't do me dirty again. I turn the lights on in the car to get a peek at their shape, terrified that I'll be face-to-face with disgusting, sour, oval grapes. But to my dismay, these grapes were again ovals. Big fat sour ovals. I couldn't even finish them. I was so disappointed. I shut the music off, which at the time was Gooba by Takashi69, and I drove in silence the rest of the way. Not even the Michael Jackson of today's generation could cheer me up. <laughs> I began checking the red grapes at other Wawa locations and was just and it was just disappointment after disappointment. I no longer tell people about the red grapes at Wawa. My fun fact is ruined. My favorite little treat is no longer there. I've had to resort to apples and peanut butter. They're fine and all, but not the same. I miss those perfectly sweet and perfectly round red grapes that I loved. My guess is Wawa must have changed suppliers, and now we're using someone else to supply their red grapes. I believe this has been a huge mistake that needs to be a, that needs to be corrected. To me, Wawa represents the highest quality, and I believe the quality of the old grapes was far superior to these new grapes. Please go back to the old red grapes, please. I beg you. <laughs> that that was very well done. But so long. I, I wrote it and then I was like three quarters of the way through and I was like, holy shit, this is so long. <laughs> I just got going and I don't know. It all came to me. So I submitted that. I submitted a formal complaint on Wawa's website. All of that to them. I haven't gotten a response yet, so we'll see what they say. But I filed my complaint about the red grapes.
1: That first sandwich you created sounded so good. I'm so hungry right now just listening to the, the first sandwich.
0: With the avocado and the chipotle, oven roasted turkey. Yeah, Mm. creamy chipotle sauce. They used to have this delicious sun-dried tomato paste kind of thing too that I loved, but they don't have that anymore. I don't think. So that was which is fine. That's fine. You can
1: swap out sauces here and
0: there. You're okay with that. Just don't fuck with the grapes. Just don't fuck with the red grapes, dude. But literally, I can't tell people anymore. I I don't know. We're done with Wawa because we've been talking about it every episode at this point. (laughs) But I just wanted to follow up that I did follow through with my uh, red grapes complaint. I have a lazy eye and I don't want to look at myself. I'm going to do this with my eye. Or should I put sunglasses on? (laughs) I might put sunglasses on. I hate the way I look right now. I'm not cute. Hey,
1: I mean, I think you need to. I think this is a good learning experience for you. (laughs) I'm looking, your I'm looking <laughs> <Yeah>. that way. <laughs> like all over <laughs> the place.
0: It's, it's uh, horrible. Oh I man. Think, uh,
1: I think you need to uh, you know, be more comfortable with not looking that great all the time.
0: I, I think that'll know. be good for you. I'm literally gonna go like this. I don't know. We'll see. I don't look great all the time, but I look like I have straight eyes most of the time, I think, but apparently not. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. So that was a lot about follow-ups for me. How has your week been? Besides for the fact that we're uh, doing this across from the across the computer, and you miss me? Yeah, my week
1: is. Uh, it was all right. It's so much. It, I I don't want to tell people I'm busy because that's just annoying to hear someone say. But like, I'm so fucking busy with work that I just sit around and think about random things in the few minutes that I get throughout the day. And this week, I was actually thinking. You know, for the podcast, what do do you think we're gonna have completely self driving cars one day? You know how like Tesla's getting close with that? I think so. You think there's a world in which cars, you know, everyone will be hands off. You just jump in your car and it take you punch in your destination, takes you where you want to go.
0: I think most things will be hands off at some point. I think there will be very few things that we will need to do that we currently do now, driving being one of them. I think with driving, it needs to be an all or nothing
1: thing. Because imagine if there's a, a self driving person or a bunch of self driving people, but just one maniac who's driving <laughs> on his own, swerving in and out of these self driving. Because if they were all self driving, I'm picturing 80 miles per hour cars merging onto the highway, bumper to bumper, because they're all computers and they're robots and they know that, like, oh, this one's going to be here and they could time it up
0: perfectly. But if there's one maniac in the bunch, He's gonna ruin everything. Well, do you think you could program the self-driving car? Because like I drive kind of fast. When I sit I'm on the Parkway, I'm usually driving pretty fast, kind of weaving through. Not crazy, but I want to get to where I'm going. I want to pass people. Do you think it would prevent you from breaking the laws? Then, like, I do you think we, they wouldn't let you do that, or do you think you could program it like, "Yo, fucking go 100"? Like, let's let's get after it. I think
1: we'd all be going 100 because there's no worry about getting in an accident anymore. If everything around you is self-driving and everything around you is a robot, then you
0: don't have to worry about wrecking. It's impossible. Yeah. I guess it just become like the Autobahn at that point. Everyone's just driving as fast as humanly possible. doesn't, that would be sick. I would be on board for that. Yeah. That would be so sick. But you know what I was thinking, what would our, like one day
1: our kids or our grandkids even who don't even know what a world with like human driving cars is. They only know this world of self-driving cars. Imagine them talking to us about the world of where we controlled these death machines that drive around on the highway. They'd be like, you guys used to be able to to, to control this. You could decide how fast it went and where it went and, and all of that. And we'd be like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that's, that's how we used to do it. You used to just be able to drive and just do that off the road. I could have just yeah. done that at any moment I wanted. And, <laughs> and they'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this wasn't more unsafe and, and dangerous. We'd be like, nope, this is the deadliest thing we did every day, <laughs> Everyone died the, every day. <laughs> the deadliest possible activity we could do was this, and, and we just continued it. And they'd be Nobody like, here. oh my God, Grandpa, that is, that is crazy. <laughs> and speed limits. So they'd be like, um, so there was there rules around this. We'd be like, oh, of, of course there was rules. They didn't just let us go crazy. And they'd be like, oh, okay, so you know the cars couldn't go as fast as they can now. We'd be like, no, they could. Yeah, We, we didn't just listen had to a, any of the rules. You <laughs> could, yeah, you didn't have to listen to the rules. They just existed <laughs> there. But you could step on that gas pedal and send that bad boy all the way up to one fifty on some of the best ones. <laughs> and they'd be like, holy shit! Like the whole I, the concept of driving a car
0: on your own is kind of ridiculous to think about it's going to be sad though because i like drive i genuinely enjoy driving and it's kind of like if i sit in a car like i don't like being the passenger in a car because then i'm like i don't know what to do because i just stare at my phone like i fall asleep like i'm bored i don't know what to do so i prefer to drive all the time I'll, i'll volunteer to drive even if it's long
1: I'm always the road trip. Yeah, the guy behind the driver's wheel as well. I also think I'm a very safe driver compared to a lot of my friends. I personally would say I'm safe. I bet you my friends would
0: disagree now that I'm thinking about it. it, What's funny for me is like, I think I'm safe too. Like I always think I'm a good driver, but then every time someone else is in a car with me, then I'm like, oh, it kind of seems like they think I'm not a good driver. Like why, why are all these crazy things happening only when other people are in the car? But I think it just, I don't get as worried about it when I'm by myself. So I get really—I
1: get really prideful, like I'm of my driving. So some of the, honestly, most of the arguments I would say that Haley and I get in, probably fifty percent or more, are when we're in the car, and she will, you know, I'll be going to switch lanes, and she'll from the passenger seat look over her shoulder to see as if i didn't fucking
0: check before i switched lanes oh dude nothing's worse than like when i was learning to drive my dad even after learning to drive years after i started driving like i've been driving for years at this point my dad is like like he stares at the speedometer he's like hawking what i'm doing and like waiting to give me shit about something to the point where it's like to show him that i checked to shift lanes i have to lean like I have to like lean 50 feet forward in my face in the steering wheel to be like, Look, I checked. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> it's the same thing. And I'll I'll look at her, be like, Oh, you thought I didn't check there? Thank you for, for double checking on that one for me. Yeah. And then also, my mom, when I was learning how to drive, my mom used to slam on a non-existent brake pedal. That was, in, that was on her passenger side of the car. She'd just be like stepping, like hammering her foot on the
0: floor of the car. Like, brake, brake, brake. Well, you did kind of tell us you weren't the best driver when you were trying to learn, so. Learning, <laughs> learning to drive was a little difficult for me.
1: I, I had a real revelation at one point where I was going to turn onto my road off of the highway. And where I live, a highway is not even... A, it's a two-lane road, so it wasn't even anything... Crazy. And to make the turn, I come all the way just about to a stop in the middle of the highway. And then I start to turn and go. <laughs> My mom was like, Why are you coming to a stop in the middle of the highway before <laughs> you make that turn? So then the next turn we had to make on the next road, to <laughs> I took it at like 40. And she's like, Break, break, break. And I was like, Well, which one do you want me to do, mom? Break or turn? And she That's was like, like Somewhere uh, in between. How about both? And yeah. I was like, huh it was a light bulb <laughs> moment i swear oh right. wow it's like wow break and turn i never thought of it like that i just never did it was it was a, a wild revelation for me <laughs> that's actually really funny like <laughs> both it's, it's a so running weird. joke in my family it still gets brought up all the time huh. it's not an all or
0: nothing yeah that's that's casey, casey you remember when you didn't know that you could break and turn dude i hate when there's yeah there is always stupid little things like that that people like to hyper focus on and then they'll never fucking drop it and it's like years later and it's like you're still fucking talking about that it's like the one joke people have on you there's always a few of those yeah it's always one where you just feel
1: so silly and stupid my sister has one with uh have you ever heard of you know elbow grease or i put some elbow grease on it you just have to scrub harder sort of situation right so there's this running joke in my family with my sister where my stepdad called out like put some elbow grease on it when she was wiping something up and she starts looking under the sink and (laughs) trying to find the product elbow grease, (laughs) like a product name. She's like, I can't find it. Is it under the sink?
0: That's another (laughs) running one that we have that we always bring up. Oh, family. I don't know why I'm not thinking of like something where I, there's definitely ones like that where I did something stupid. But I'm thinking of, for some reason, the thing I'm thinking of in particular was when I first started trying, when I used to have a fitness business, when I first started that and I started trying to make like content around it, I tried doing like a food thing. So I was like, I called it international cheat day, called international chess day. I called national cheat day. I was going around New York trying shit and it wasn't good. It was, those were terrible, some funny moments, but they weren't good. It was my first attempt. It's fine. But got to put out the content. Yeah, I had to start somewhere. And they're, they're still there. If you want to watch some really bad content, it's on it's on my YouTube so, um, but If you want to watch Don try and be Dave Portnoy. Yeah, I was just copying Dave Portnoy and trying to give a little fitness spin. That was all it was. But, dude, it was so fucking annoying. Because for basically... Even I stopped doing it and it followed me for a year after that. Every... Every single time I ate anything that wasn't chicken or broccoli, everyone's like, oh, is it cheat day? Like, that was the (laughs) fucking most original joke. Like, dude, everyone says that. Shut up. Like, it would make me so mad because it was just like, I don't know. Everyone made that joke. I couldn't eat anything in front of people oh the cheat day. Like, <laughs> Oh,
1: international cheat day ring the alarm dude
0: every time if i if i was eating something that wasn't chicken and broccoli I'd like go out with friends we're going to brunch and book like, oh man like ah, ha, good <laughs> must one. be cheat day yeah like, oh you fucking got me again <laughs> you got me like a 50th time this week like dude i hated that I would get me so mad so be careful we have to be careful what kind of content we put out because it could follow us at some point it probably is going to follow us. I, I just said us. the body slam thing is going to follow me too. Like that, it's going to happen. So oh, forever It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Every time a tall chick is around you, they're going to look at you and yeah, you know, they'll be like, "What do you think Like that girl. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that is what's going to happen now. Every time there's a tall girl, like oh, Vinny, look at her. Every time, hundred <laughs> percent. That's so true. Um, that was so, all I thought about this whole week. <laughs> I could not stop thinking about self-driving cars. <laughs> Couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> um. What happened in my week. I said the thing about oh, you know, what I didn't say about the <laughs> one last thing about the tall girls thing. A story I should have said last time. <laughs> <laughs> there, it's it's really embarrassing. But there was there is a time was a time on a New Year's where <laughs> I made out with a girl that was very tall, so tall the to the point that I had to get on my toes. We were making out, and I don't know if anybody noticed, but I was on my toes making out with the girl once. Those are some of my favorite videos. Very, very embarrassing. One of the Vi- most embarrassing moments of my life. Videos <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. The guys um, are like standing in like a good spot where it's like ramped up or something. That was literally me. Yeah. Or literally on their tippy toes, making out with a girl. It's so funny. But it was like, I would like, she went for it. And then I was like, oh, I'm too short for this. So I was like, in the moment, like, oh, what do I do? And I literally just got on my toes right in the middle of everybody. I don't know if anyone noticed. Instinctual.
1: It's instinctual. It was mad. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, have you ever
0: had, oh, you
1: might not have ever had to deal with this going, this is the other way around. I remember in high school you know at dances where all you would do is grind with girls the whole time which is such a ridiculous thing to think back about that everyone would just be standing around <laughs> yeah. grinding because now i can't even imagine grinding in front of a group of people even <laughs> like like going to a wedding and grinding with my like with Haley. oh my gosh it,
0: it grosses me out even thinking yeah about and it. like everyone's like 14 too it's just like a fucking <laughs> like everyone's little, kid, and you're just like kind of bouncing, and everyone's just like, "This <laughs> yeah. is sick!" Like this is, yo. No one knows what they're is, doing. This is like so this is what dope. we're supposed to do, right? <laughs> and then,
1: yeah, this is how you do it. And then, uh, uh, no, but grinding with a short girl when you're my height is yeah. a workout. By you the time you, down, yeah. you go home and your quads are on fire. You're like, what
0: has been going on all night tonight? You're like, oh my goodness. Damn, you're getting a lot of action in middle school then, huh? That's sick. A lot of short girls. A lot, a lot of, of short, short girls. A lot of short girl action. <laughs> <laughs> um, What else? So I guess um, I tripped balls recently. Wow. <laughs> so so <laughs> I didn't. Uh, this is a running joke I have with friends where, um, I don't know if you know this, I don't know if the people know this, but a lot of times eating sugar before bed makes you have crazy dreams. So one of my favorite things to have is honey nut Cheerios. So I ate honey nut Cheerios the other night. I only eat cereals for dessert, by the way. I only eat cereals late night snack. I never eat them for breakfast. What do you think about that? Never, ever, ever do I eat them for breakfast. Only in a snack. I
1: do. Uh, I think cereal. I like cereal any time of the day. I think cereal is one of the really underappreciated things actually in life in general, but I actually agree with you. I'll eat it any time of the day, but I prefer it at night as a little late night snack. It's really, really, it hits different. It just hits. Yeah, different. Yeah, it does. What's your top five? Top five cereals. Oh I yeah. Mean, I think Honey Nut Cheerios is up there. Has to be. Um, I'm a big, big fan of Cinnamon Life. And I know we have cinnamon life. Yeah. And I think it's much better than cinnamon toast crunch, which we're going to talk about a little later in this episode, yeah. but cinnamon life is low key fire cereal. Um, and I always liked Reese's puffs as a kid. Mm-hmm. Those are the only three I can really think of
0: off the top of my head. I don't eat a ton of cereal. So I would say cinnamon toast crunch is the best. Honey, Nut Cheerio, actually or honey, Cherios Cheerios, one of those two. Honey Nut Cheerios
1: is just like
0: classic, can't classic. go wrong. Yeah. So I
1: tried good. to switch it up on Haley this week when I went grocery shopping and I got her cinnamon and pecan special K because she loves Not the, the she loves the cinnamon Cheerios. Yeah. She's bummed about it. She's been bummed about it all week. She's like, <laughs> Why week. She's like, are you trying to put me on a diet or something? Why did you get me this instead of the Cheerios? It's like, I don't <laughs> know. I thought you'd like it. I wanted to switch it up a little bit.
0: Dude, and, and Cheerios says it lowers your cholesterol, so it's not bad for you. It literally said on the for box. Your heart. It's yeah. good for your heart, good for your cholesterol. It's perfect. Um, so Cheerios, Cookie Crisp, Cinnamon Toast Crush. You, you like, like Cookie, cookie crisp?
1: crisp as a cereal? Yes. yes. Trash, trash cereal. Stop. Stop. Trash. Don't no. put my cookies in cereal.
0: Keep my cookies and cereal separate from each other. People do that. People put cookies in milk. That's the most normal fucking thing to do with cookies.
1: Yes. Real cookies. Not those
0: trash little whatever
1: cookie crisp Mm. is. Cookie crisp is also funny because it's like they, you know, we know at this point now that everyone's a little bit more educated on foods and how you should eat them. Remember when we were growing up, cereal was healthy. Yeah, because there's milk and milk's good for you. And Fruit Loops, no matter what cereal you were eating, it was healthy. Whole grains. Until right about when they got to the point of Cookie Crisp. And then they said, (laughs) we're actually just going to put fucking cookies in a box and call it cereal. And people, that's when parents started saying, wait a minute. This can't be good for my kid anymore. (laughs) Like this is this is a cookie. This is not.
0: This is not a healthy option for breakfast. The weirdest thing, not only trying to push past cereal off as healthy just because it's like whole grain and like that's obviously bullshit, is like the milk, like got milk ads. It's like how, there's no way you can tell me that drinking cow titty milk is like the healthiest thing. We have to force kids to do that. That's the most unnatural thing ever. We're like, we need kids to drink more milk. Like they're going to be fucked if they don't drink milk. Like, dude, we're not supposed to drink cow titty milk. We're not. I remember. Yeah. I mean, we
1: quite literally have to do something to it in order to drink it. Like <laughs> The pasteurizing process exists because we tried to drink it once and it started killing us. Dude. Imagine so the-
0: being the first guy who does that like who the first like, No, he oh, drinks drink, milk. Drink titty milk yeah it's like yo this might be fire i'm gonna try it like that guy's a lunatic
1: that guy <laughs> is you know that guy's a like a pedophile is what he is he's a weirdo he walked yeah. up to a cow that we were just eating for meat and was like hmm i wonder what will happen if i just pull on this little pink thing underneath it or oh something came quick yeah let me jerk this cow off oh wow something came out let me
0: drink it <laughs> fucking psychopath dude like what the fuck or he got rich because milk got so popular maybe he just became like a millionaire no the guy who
1: got rich is the guy who was like uh we actually he invented the process of why we can drink it because that first guy died the initial guy is like this stuff is great and then he died two weeks later and everyone was like what happened to that guy who yanked on the titty of the cow and drank it
0: <laughs> His head exploded, like we don't know how it
1: happened. <laughs> I, re- I remember when I was a kid, because of all the got milk ads, I used to think if I didn't drink milk, eventually as I aged, my I would just break legs just walking around because they said you need to drink milk your for strong bones. I was like, Well, you know, I need strong bones. So I just start walking down the street. And if you're not, if you're not a milk drinker, your calf, you're your, fibula would just
0: snap in half and you'd just be laying on the street like i didn't drink enough milk <laughs> like yeah you're just walking like, shh, shh, shh. like just every bone starts breaking you just crumble to the ground like i should have drank milk when i was six <laughs> just fucking like stuck on the ground <laughs> oh, oh
1: man how oh, get milk there? from milk. your lucid dreaming story you're oh.
0: you're dreaming on lsd sugar so yes So when I so I ate the Cheerios and I just sent Snapchats to to my friends who I was talking about that with like gonna trip balls tonight and then I did, I had three dreams. I had a dream that weird dream about my dog that being dead and I had a replacement dog which is very sad. Um, I had a dream about. Uh, A recurring dream I always have where it's something along the lines of I forgot my football equipment. It's high school football and I'm running around trying to find my helmet and my and the team's playing without me and I'm blowing it. Everyone's mad at me. I have that (laughs) all the time. And then I had a dream of a car. It was like a Mustang going off road and then it flipped upside down and blew up. And then I woke up back to back to back back all night and I couldn't sleep. This only happens when you eat sugary things before bed. Sometimes I, I, I don't dream all the time, or at least remember my dreams. I sometimes have dreams that I remember, but if I have cereal before bed or any kind of sugar, it's a guarantee that I'll have a cra- I'll have weird dreams.
1: I wonder, so if sugar, I don't even think it's tripping. Sugar is like the, it's like cocaine of of your dream drugs before bed. I wonder about like getting what you could eat to feel like you're high just on pot before bed. Pop brownie. an entire round <laughs> just a pop brownie, pop and then just Brownies. go to sleep. <laughs> or I was thinking like
0: an entire block of cheese. I used to do that too. I I used to be known for me and my friends in high school. We'd have like we call them boys' nights, where cause most of us had girlfriends. We just like all hang out at my friend's house and we just get aggressively drunk. We and it them- became a- we call them boys' nights as if you guys thought of that. So we call it this really cool original thing, boys' <laughs> nights. <laughs> I wrote a poem about it in class too, and my teacher almost <laughs> cried. She thought it was the most beautiful thing. I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. Uh, <laughs> but it became a thing where I would eat cheese because I would go into the person's fridge, eat cheese, and then people would, I'd pass out, people would find me with blocks of cheese around me. So then it became a thing where like every time we got drunk, my friends would look at me and they'd be like, we going for the cheese. And I'd be like, fuck yeah. And then I just, I'd raid the person's fridge every time. So that was a thing. I didn't think I, I trip balls from that.
1: <laughs> no, you don't trip balls. See, with that, eating your block of cheese before bed, even in your dreams, you just hang out on a couch and watch TV. That's your entire stoned. dream. Yeah. You're just sitting on the couch watching TV, and you crush an entire series on Netflix. That's what you happens. just watch The Office in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just crushing The Office and friends in your dreams because you're so high on your cheese that you had before bed.
0: <laughs> that would be sick. I would eat cheese more then. Have you ever, do you know what lucid dreaming is? Yes, but I've never, I don't know how people, I don't understand. They're like, you could just do that. I don't get how you do that.
1: So apparently there's a formula to get there. This is actually really interesting. And I've always wanted to try and start doing it, but I'm too fucking lazy to put it into practice. (laughs) But apparently to get there, what you need to do is keep a notebook next to your bed. So let's both try this and see if we can actually start (laughs) lucid dreaming. So you keep a notebook next to your bed. And then every single time you wake up in the morning, you write down everything you can remember from your dream immediately. The first thing you do as soon as you wake up, you write down everything you can remember from a dream you had. And then apparently over time, because you're writing this down, you start to remember more and more and then eventually your body starts to know when you're dreaming and you can control what you're doing in your dreams. You can actually inception style you know, choose to dream about something or choose to bring uh, someone into your dream and and shit like that. It's a, it's an interesting shit.
0: Yeah. I I feel like I kind of do that sometimes in my dream, but you do it right
1: at the end of your dream. That's the part that everyone where, you know, right before you wake up and you feel like you can actually control your dream a little bit. That's like everyone lucid dreams right in that point of the dream. So the idea is you want to try and extend that period of time to longer and longer.
0: That's very interesting. That is weird that all you'd have to do is like journal it. But that is something too, though, because I do forget sometimes and it is like, oh, I should write this down when I wake up, but I'm not thinking to do that at the time. Yeah. But and then later
1: and you have a crazy dream. And then later in that day, you're trying to tell someone about your dream and you're like, oh, this is so strange that I can't remember it all of a sudden.
0: Yeah. Usually my dreams, though, I have like the same handful of recurring dreams of it's like What I said a sports thing and I forgot glove, like my receiver gloves, my health, like it's always something like that. Or most of my dreams also like, they don't make sense. Like I can't like, it's like too many things are happening and it's like changing dream to dream that I can't even make sense of it. When I wake up, that's like usually what happened. Although I did have a dream, um, recently that was very weird. And I actually posted it in a subreddit for dream interpretations where they have psychologists, uh, analyze your dreams and interpret what your dream was um and it was i was upstairs somewhere and there were like demons coming towards me and i got uh there was a chi- small child near me and i was nervous the demons were coming for the child i saw a mattress below me on the first floor and i tossed the child onto the mattress ch- hoping to save him <laughs> the kid bounces in the air slams on the ground dies <laughs> and Holy then shit and then I was guilty and I was like, oh shit, like I hope no one saw it. I just tried to avoid it. And then I, the rest of the night, I kept waking up but falling back asleep and the same thing would happen. And it was other people trying to make me feel guilty for uh, killing the kid. And I like, was denying it. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I swear to God, I was like my family was like barking in my ear, like just admit it. Just admit you killed the kid. And I was like, no, I didn't kill the kid. No, I didn't kill the kid. Like the whole time. So did a psychologist person get back to you on this? Yeah, he basically said it's the kid. Like I was the child.
2: And oh, It was something okay. about
0: like not losing your innocence, and he said children also sometimes represent a new project. And I said I was like, well, I did just start a new podcast, so I kind of got to the conclusion that maybe it's some kind of guilt where it's like, you don't uh, want to, you feel a lot of responsibility for this podcast. You don't want to drop the ball. That drop, and also drop the maybe. Baby. I, is they were saying, I feel guilty. Like, is there something you feel guilty about? And I was like, maybe I feel guilty that like, I don't like, I'm do, like, I'm trying to pursue things. That's not like my career, my current career, I guess. Like, you know, like I'm not doing the safe thing that most people want to do. It's like get the nine to five, move your way up the ladder. Like I I don't like that. And maybe I feel guilty. Like nothing. My family makes me feel guilty, but I'm sure they'd prefer that maybe. And maybe I feel guilty about not doing that. Maybe you feel guilty. Cause I feel this way sometimes
1: you feel guilty the other way around where you wish you had more time to spend on the podcast stuff, the entertainment stuff that you want to do, but you aren't willing. Cause I'm not willing to risk it and put more energy and attention and effort into this stuff. And you know you kind of are balancing both things where you're like oh i could keep doing my day job and then record this thing on the weekends with casey and then hopefully have time to make a video or something but in reality you know if if either of us really want to go after this we're gonna have to take that leap at some point you know what i mean so it's it's
0: kind of maybe something to do with that as well yeah I like that little of, psychologist breakdown for you he kind of that is kind of what he said because he was saying like don't lose. I, sh- I could just read it. I mean, I have what he said, but he's saying don't lose your, uh, like, your inner child, you know. So I guess that like kind of goes along with what you're saying. Let me see if I could find. It. I have it somewhere. Um, but yeah, it was basically that. I also had a dream that I shit myself recently in front of people, and I was trying to hide that. And then I, I read up on that, and they said that's like a money thing. And I actually <laughs> earlier that day I was stressing about how much I had to save to buy a house. So I've that been day, stressing. I was, it. I've been stressing about that so much lately too. Need to get my budget put together. Right. Like I'm not good at being organized with that shit. So I was like, look, I was like just looking at houses and like trying to like looking at all my bank accounts and like investments and shit, trying to figure it all out. And then that night I had a dream about shitting myself. And when I looked it up, a lot of things say that shitting yourself has to do with like money problems. Did you actually uh, shit yourself? When I woke up? No, I did not shit myself.
1: Finger. Thank God for that one, huh? talk have about you ever shit yourself
0: in real life like i've never
1: i've never shit myself i do then know people I. who have shit themselves i do too. i find it so strange i've i've never come a, i've never had a moment in my life where my body didn't know that shit was about to come and and to think that other people have had moments where their body just straight up didn't know shit was
0: on its way out is mind-blowing to me I like have, I feel like a lot of times when people shit their themselves, it's like, you think it's a fart. I feel like that's always what happens. You're like, oh, I can squeeze this fart out. And it's like, oh, nope, not a fart. I feel like that's 90% of the time people's problems. I feel like talk that's what you got to watch out for. Talk about a breakdown of your body
1: though. Like your yeah. brain sends, your brain sends a little signal. No, no. First your ass sends a signal to your brain saying, okay, we got something going on down here and brain ass, ass back to the ass. Is it a fart or a shit? And the ass says, pretty sure it's a fart. And brain says, all right, let it rip. Nope, <laughs> not a fart. That's yeah, a breakdown. Big, big miscommunication. <laughs> a, if we think of our body as like a, a corporate machine, that is a big miscommunication. Marketing wasn't talking to sales on that one. About the most costly
0: miscommunication that you can afford. to <laughs>
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Someone's uh, getting fired. Someone, someone's for sure getting fired. It's your stomach. Your stomach's yeah. out. See you yeah. later. Yeah, it's a scapegoat. That's uh, funny. Um, but yeah, so I have trip balls from uh, Honey Nut. No Cheer- if anyone's trying to hallucinate, eat Honey Nut no Cheerios. You'll have crazy dreams. Yeah, amazing that 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 got us to a, down the journey that <laughs> shitting yourself we went yeah.
1: down. Um, yeah. Should we jump into our stories here? We we talked on the Cheerios note. I wanted to met, bring up that cinnamon toast crunch story. Do it. Perfect segue. It was amazing segue. We are Professional. professionals here. You guys aren't just listening to a couple of regular guys. Here, it's a couple of professionals. So, what
0: was that supposed to be? <laughs>
1: I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that was my maybe George Costanza meets <laughs> I don't know Kramer. Um, so if you <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't seen this story, uh, a man essentially posted a tr- a picture of. His cinnamon toast crunch box and what appeared to be, you know, if you take a shrimp and you rip the tail off of it before you eat it, it appeared to be the remains of shrimp, the shrimp tails covered in cinnamon sugar. And he claimed he found them in his cinnamon toast crunch.
0: He also said he found like mouse shit, I think he said too, right? But people are only focusing on the shrimp for some reason and the not sh- the mouse shit.
1: The shrimp are like the main focus, but he said he found rat shit. And the biggest thing is he said there was a piece of tape on the bottom of the bag as if it had been opened before. I was like, uh, you probably shouldn't have Don't eaten a single that. bowl of cereal <laughs> out of that box if that's the case. Yeah. Have you noticed that it was open before. So I'm, you know, a skeptic here. And, I think it was, it was fake. Something about it was faked. I don't know who is built to benefit, but there's just too much going on with this story, and too many things adding up that it it is real. First of all, this guy who went viral happens to be married to who the woman who played Topanga on Boy Meets World. She's hot. Good that's a that's a happenstance scenario. Come on. Okay, that's not enough. That's not enough to indict him. Okay. and Maybe not enough to indict him. He also used to be a big rapper in uh, Ice Cube's Rapping Academy or something. A rapper named Hot Carl, nonetheless. What a terrible name for a rap (laughs) nickname. (laughs) That's why it didn't pan out. He just had a shitty name. Do you know? Literally, do you know what a Hot Carl is? Is that an intentional pun there? Is it? What do you mean? You said it's a shitty nickname. Do you know what a hot carl is? No. A hot carl, if I'm remembering correctly, I'm going to google it right now, is when you shit into a tube sock. What? And let me look it up. Hot carl is when someone oh, when someone puts Saran wrap on top of another person's face and shits on it. What the fuck? Urban <laughs> Urban dictionary. You've never heard of this? No. My friends used to talk about the idea of hot carling someone all the time. We never actually did it, but yeah, I sure knew what a hot didn't. carl was. I swear. I, I swear. dabbled.
0: We dabbled. That's- we dabbled. But what an awful, awful rapper name for someone. I, I'm pretty carl. sure I read though that he worked with like Kanye and like some Chance legit rapper. Yeah. Legit artist. And apparently he was kind of nice.
1: Yeah. So here's a, there's a tweet that really kind of sums up my entire skepticism about this, which is from Twitter user at Harvey Bar 22. If you guys would like to look up the original, <laughs> a man named carp, his last name is carp married to a woman named official fish all who is Topanga's real name found shrimp tails in a box of cinnamon toast crunch. The cereal was purchased from a Costco on Topanga Canyon Boulevard. If you remember his wife played Topanga in boy meets world and carp Used to be a guest on the Pistol Shrimp podcast. So I guess that's my answer. This is all a big plug for the Pistol Shrimp podcast, whatever that is.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're in on it trying to get uh, that would see. I, my initial thing I would say would be it's like uh, Kellogg's trying to fuck General Mills, where they're fucking with their boxes. They're sending uh, spies into Costco's to put random stuff into General Mills cereals to try and get them the fuck out of here to get bad press. Did you, did you see the, uh, the cinnamon toast people got back
1: to him yeah, it's and, the best part. <laughs> and said it's, it, uh, it is not shrimp tails. It looks like a large collection of sugar that sometimes yeah. happens. It's like, um, no, nope, it's not. <laughs> yeah, if you guys see this picture, it's never been more
0: obviously a shrimp tail. Dude. But I love that. I, that's the best response to be like, nah, that's not true. Like, yeah. you're just like, but look at, it, nope. it's like, you're just gaslighting them so fucking hard. Like, yeah. I love something
1: that. that shouldn't be canceled from the internet. That's not it, man. I love yeah. when people respond with that. That's not that it. That ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> nope. Also, yeah, this guy. Like that. This guy got canceled. I guess.
0: Yeah. Why? Why did he get canceled? Oh, because oh yeah, his girl, like an ex girlfriend, then says like he's a bad he used person, to be creepy, and a terrible person. So he seems, like verbally abusive. I think at the end of the relationship, which I think a lot of people are at the end of the relationship. So I think it depends. What are you saying? What is verbal abuse? I feel like there Fuck. has to. You have to clarify what it is. Yeah, some I don't know what it was. Maybe it was bad. But I don't some know.
1: relationships just get there on purpose. <laughs> yeah, Some people, I remember Manny in college used to love getting into like verbal screaming matches with his girlfriend. And we'd be like, dude, are you okay? And he'd turn around and completely fine. Be like, yeah, yeah, this is just what we do. And then turn back to her and be like, what did I do wrong? And be screaming. I'd be like, oh my gosh,
0: dude. I guess if that's what you're into. I think this that scenario though is a good um it's just another example of why going viral is one of the worst things that can happen to you because as soon as you go viral somebody tries to dig up something bad about you it's almost like a guarantee if, if you go viral if you get famous for something that's viral it's like too quick Some you something bad and people might make it up even there's like Ken Bone is the obvious example. Ken Bone went famous for being at the debate, asking that question. And then they're like, oh, he likes likes watching prego porn. I think he did other (laughs) shit too. Canceled, like just canceled him. And then uh, they call it milkshake duck, which I was trying to look up what that is from. And I think it's just from a meme where it's like, it's like the whole internet loves milkshake duck, a lovely duck that drinks milkshakes. Five seconds later, we regret to inform you the duck is racist. I mean, that's basically what happens to everybody. What? It's just like a meme it's a meme making fun of it's just like a joke like that is making fun of that scenario this duck
1: duck is not racist i thought this was a real life people were canceling this duck
0: no but it's like that's what happens like dude so you know what happened that's almost like that is i used to follow this twitter account called dj pickle juice it was legit a pickle on twitter where it was some like young kid where he would he was like a hip-hop account and he would do polls like he would make like big brackets for like this artist's best album or like this artist's best song and people would just vote and he got like huge and it, and he would be in like, there was Shrek raps. There's like a Shrek hip hop account. There was like, a, there's a guy King Wow where his avi is a Bart Simpson with a the crown. There's like all like cartoon hip hop Twitter accounts. And this DJ Picklejuice one got canceled because in the private group chat that all the like cartoon hip hop Twitter accounts had, he started saying racist stuff. He like st- I think he was like throwing the N word around and stuff and he's white. So they canceled DJ Picklejuice. So DJ Pickle Juice got canceled off Twitter and it was literally a pickle. Like nobody knew who it was, but they canceled <laughs> a pickle off of Twitter. Do you remember when Joe Biden first
1: got inaugurated? There were two different uh because he's got two golden retrievers, I think. So there were two different uh pups like uh the first pups i think were their the idea behind the twitter account and it was like one of those dog accounts where it'd be like the humans the humans let me out yeah. to play today things like that um but they were both pretending to be the pre- uh, president's dogs and they they gotten a, like a battle with each other they'd be talking shit to each other on each other's <laughs> tweets because they both they both tried to create the account at the same time and be the one that got viral so everyone just ended up laughing at both of them and like you guys are what do you do with your life that that's what
0: you want to do dude but i feel like that's the way to go viral maybe because it's people don't Anonymous. want Yeah, uh, not, yeah, not, but I guess you could, but like, yeah, like the pickle that got canceled, like he's probably still fine. Like nobody knows who he is. So he just goes about his life. He's like, oh, my pickle, my made up pickle account got canceled. Like who gives a shit? You can't go viral. You have to make something up. I'm in this, uh, giants fans group chat group DM on Twitter. I have no idea
1: who any of these guys are. And a couple of them have moments where I'm like, yeah. That guy's probably pretty racist. Nothing, nothing overtly racist, like dropping the N-bomb or anything like that. But I just know from certain comments they make, you're probably racist. (laughs) Whatever. We both like the Giants.
0: I'll let it slide on this one, I suppose. Dude, but you literally can't go viral. That's the worst thing that can happen to you, I think. Milkshake duck. I'm just going to say it to everyone. Milkshake duck. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about?
2: Yeah, I don't know nobody's how he's going to have
0: any idea what you're talking about. Appar- but apparently that's like what everyone calls it. I didn't know that was a thing. My no friend idea. went viral this week. You
1: can find him on. I'm actually not even going to throw his name out there right now because. Yeah, she's
0: <laughs> gonna get, yeah that's true. He's canceled. Don't Don't say it.
1: Yep. I'm going to, for his sake, you can go try and find the. I would actually love to do this with our listeners. If you find the, he was posted on Barstool Sports Instagram. If you find the post. And you predict which one of them is my friends. I feel like you're going to be able to f- find it. Yeah, I will send you a whole will. extra sticker. How's that sound? <laughs> Dude,
0: hopefully he's not one of the racist people in your giant script. <laughs> 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 Dude, that'd be so cute. Can you imagine if you got your friend canceled? That'd be fucked. Uh, I hope he doesn't get canceled. <laughs> he's still That's my friend. Funny. Whether he gets canceled or not. But he's at risk now. Now he's literally tar- public enemy number one. People are going to be digging through his uh, everything. Yeah, you can't go viral. Um all right. anything else from that? Or do you want to move on to the next? Yeah, I'm I'm on on from that. I bet you some my, my whose who's side are you on? Are you on the are you on Cinnamon Toast Crunch Corporate or are you on uh Mr. Carp? Um I'm on Mr. Carp's side because
1: I think cinnamon life might be the more boring <laughs> cereal, but is far superior to Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Cinnamon Toast Crunch gets all the love. So You want to take Te- them
0: down? Team Carp. <laughs> I'm uh, Even Team though Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, he does suck. But I like I like the whole like, nah, that's not what it's what it looks like. <laughs> like, I like that excuse, so I'm in on them. And that's my favorite cereal, so I'm going with them. You would still uh, – so you you even looking at that picture would still purchase the cereal and eat it? Yeah, because I think it was fucked with. Like he said the bag was taped. He probably did it himself. He probably just did it and then he's like, oh, like so, yeah. More, it, more, than like, it
1: more than likely true. More than likely yeah. true. All
0: for the Pistol Shrimp podcast. All for the Pistol Shrimp Box. We're, we're plugging it too much. Yeah, we should we do are. something like that for us. We, we, we actually... We should just like... Someone opens up like a box of Cheerios and there's just... And there's a microphone. A microphone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why are there microphones in every Cheerios box? Oh, Everyone. shit. <laughs> what, what's next on the list here? Next, we have Kylie Jenner. Um oh, this bitch. All right. Well, I feel like we'll have a good debate right now. So Kylie Jenner... See if I remember it correctly. She had a friend who was a former makeup artist, got in a bad car accident. I actually think that he died. I actually think he's dead now. No way. I'm I was like fact check that while you back, continue back to out. tell. So he got in a bad car accident. There was a GoFundMe created for him uh, for his medical bills. I believe there was they were their goal was 10 grand and they were four or five grand short. Kylie Jenner gave the last five grand. She donated the last five grand and then she posted on her Instagram kind of like patting herself on the back almost in a way, but bringing awareness to the GoFundMe and put a swipe up a link for other people to donate. Is he dead? I feel like you found it.
1: Um, I don't think he's dead because I looked it up and it didn't say
0: dead. I was seeing right obituaries. Away. Maybe I'm not, maybe not. I don't know. Anyway. All right. So we'll say he's not. I hope he's not. So we'll say he's not. And so she did that. And I think when she put the swipe up link, other people started donating. And then the family, because they were getting more donations, they increased the goal to try and encourage people to keep donating. And then it made Kylie Jenner look bad because she only donated $5,000. And I feel like what your opinion is going to be is why didn't she just pay for the whole thing? I think that's what most people's complaint is. She should have just paid for the whole medical bill.
1: Yes, my complaint is... If you're Kylie Jenner and you don't need to necessarily pay for the entire medical bill, but you shouldn't be asking people for to donate to, to anything that's not a massive cause. I'm all on board of her having a cause and a foundation that she wants people to donate to, but for a personal friend of hers pay just pay for the bill. Like if you I mean, she, is, she is a billionaire, so exactly a billionaire. And she gave 5K and then asked all of her followers who are poor because they spend way too much money on her stupid makeup <laughs> to go buy this. You know, I hate and I and I'm probably coming at this from a skewed perspective because I hate Kylie Jenner. And you know what I hate about her is that people treat her like she's this businesswoman. Like she is this brilliant mind that has started this billion dollar company, which she has, but I don't care who you are. If you have her level of fame and the amount of money that she had to start with, give me those two things. I'll start a billion dollar company.
0: I don't know. I don't. I think a lot of families, have, a lot of people have had that opportunity and nobody has taken it to the level of the Kardashians. I think they're geniuses. I think Kris Jenner is a genius. I think this move is genius. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not hating on the Kardashians as a whole here. I think Kris
1: Jenner is very smart. I think Kim's smart. And evil. Kris Jenner is very smart and evil. I'll leave it at that. Just the two of them. I think <laughs> both of them are very. And I think Kendall is very good looking and that's why she's making her money as a model. I think she's the most normal of all of them. I feel like she's the most level-headed one. More than likely, yes. But the rest of them that say the the rest of them that started have started these brands, which have then taken off, you you had to. I I, I can't stand people like that. They would have had to really, really fuck up to not be successful
0: in that situation. I just think. They weren't at this level. They were at some level of success they started at, but going from where they were to where they are now is still a huge climb. And I think Kris Jenner is a puppet master who makes them all dance and makes them do things and just has them turn into uh, the most famous people in the world and the richest people in the world. They're all billionaires, basically. And I think this is a genius PR move. Like everyone's saying it's a bad PR move because she... It's like, you should have just paid the whole thing. Like you said, like, it's a bad look. Just pay the whole thing. Why would you only give five grand and then post about it publicly? We're talking about them. It's all about attention, positive or negative. They feed off the attention. I think I, they're two steps ahead of us. They're playing 40 chess and we're all poor idiots playing checkers saying, well, yeah, that's not me. That's mean. You should have given more. Meanwhile, we're all talking about her. We're talking about her on this podcast. So
1: I think you're giving her a little too much credit there. And her, here's Chris. what I'll say. Chris. Yes. Chris deserves all the credit in the world for getting them to the point they're at now. But now that they're at the point they're at now, here's what I'll say. Imagine if that your fitness brand that you started, right? Imagine yes. if we could go back to the day that you started it, but I gave you millions of dollars and over a million, over 5 million followers on Instagram. Do you think you would have been successful?
0: A little bit more successful than maybe it was anyway? Yes, but there's varying levels of success. You're you'll be successful for sure, but are you going to be as successful as the Kardashians made it? Maybe not. Maybe I don't surround myself with the right people. I make a mistake. I'm not like interesting enough. You never know. I'm not think, giving yourself enough credit. I think I, you would do a much better job than Kylie Jenner did at starting a business if you I, started with the same level that she did. I don't know. She's a billionaire, so and but I think it's Chris. Like even this like I'm saying even this story right now, I think it's Chris. Like I think they all only do what Chris says. Like, I think Kim is divorcing Kanye because Chris is like, now you can divorce Kanye. I think, I think Kim has probably wanted to divorce Kanye for years because Kanye is a literal lunatic, but this is the last season of the Kardashians, so Chris is like, now's the time to divorce him. Like, I think she directs everything they do.
1: If you look at the murderer's row of people that have been married into the Kardashian family and how essentially they get divorced by the Kardashian and fall off a cliff and literally, you never hear about them. They're a drug addict. All sorts of things is going are going on with them. I think Kanye is going to be the Kardashian kryptonite.
0: That's what I think. I think it's going to be the reverse. I think we'll, we're going to get good music again now because he's like, yeah, I think we're going to get good
1: music again. And people are going to take his side over Kim. And everyone's going to say, fuck Kim. We're over Kim because she left Kanye and she ruined Kanye and the whole time he was with her. He could have been making this amazing music. Like he, that was a a mistake. I think, I think Chris and Kim might've made their first mistake with the Kanye experiment. Let's call it.
0: I I can't even really call it a marriage. Yeah. I guess we'll see, but I do agree with that. I thought you were gonna go the other way, but I agree with what you say. I think he's going to now put out fire music and I can see that scenario playing out where now so we're getting good music and they're like, oh, him marrying Kim was the fucking problem. If yep. he would wasn't with Kim, he would have been making good music. She ruined his music career. I could see that for sure happening. She made him go crazy. And I mean, yeah. he's
1: always been a little bit crazy, but everyone's going to say Kanye without Kim is the Kanye we love. Kanye with Kim is that crazy guy that we had to find ourselves defending to people every now and then that we really didn't want to defend. Like he starts supporting Trump and we have to be like, he'll come around one day. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> like that is crazy ass Kanye. And now we will hopefully get, you know, artist Kanye back, who's still
0: a little nuts, but he's, he's always been crazy. Losing. Even before he was huge, I remember there's stories where like he'd be with Jay-Z in a recording studio and he just would jump on the table and just start screaming at people that he's the best. And he would start rapping and shit. Chappelle had a really funny thing too about him where he said, he said it was before Kanye like really started to blow up. I think Chappelle's from Chicago. I'm actually not positive about that, but it was when the Chappelle show was going on. He had Kanye there as when he was first starting to get big or he was for some show and they're with someone and then someone calls him. So Kanye answers and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm with Chappelle right now. And then the person says something and he just goes, because my life is dope and I do dope shit and hangs up on him. (laughs) And Chappelle told that story somewhere. I was like, that's, yeah, that's how he is. He hasn't changed that much. I love Kanye.
1: I really (laughs) do. He's a crazy
0: person, but I love everything he does. Same. Yeah. Well, I saw him too at a, i went to Tower the creators music festival in la twice camp Flogna, and i went the last time i went was 2018 and he performed with kid cuddy they did their kid see ghost thing and they did it in which was like it went viral they went in like that cage that was elevated off the ground so like i was pretty uh, yeah. far up too so they were like in a box like a glass box way ab- above the crowd and connie like he dude he didn't remember any of the lyrics to his old songs like you kid were Cudi at that no- one yeah, Kid Kanye like remind him and it was it kept going viral where Kid, where Kanye was just like spazzing out like he was just like like literally just having a seizure in the box. It, it was it was the weirdest thing I ever saw. He was just in a box, not remembering any of the lyrics and just spazzing out. That's like was the whole show. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, that Kanye pissed me off the most because people paid good money to be there. And that does kind of make me
0: upset when I see yeah. shit like that happen. I'm like, come on, dude. It was memorable though. I mean, I remember that uh, most of everything I saw. So, I saw Lil
1: Dicky in concert, and that was, that probably, was probably one of sick. my favorite rap artists I've ever seen. It was half rap show, half comedy stand up. Yeah, it was amazing. He's so fucking funny, dude.
0: Um, strong. Uh, yeah. Recommend on Lil Dicky. Yes, that's true. All right, let's go to the next uh story. We actually have, let's see, let's do the next two, I guess, and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah, so the David Dobrik stuff. Do you you know who David Dobrik is, the YouTube star? I'm just learning who he is. I only knew he was a YouTube star and famous, and I didn't know what he even did until the story. I just always would see shit about him, so.
1: He's like the original YouTube personality. When YouTube was still in its early days, he is the guy who, you know, and part of one of my big takes from this story is that these early YouTube people, when they weren't funny, They weren't entertaining even. They just were the first people to have cameras and post (laughs) post their shit online. Like so, This this video that he's getting in trouble for is from a long time ago where uh, the whole video is they have girls come over and the girls come in. And the thing is like they're trying to get their one friend to have a threesome. That's
0: the goal by the end of the night. Which is a stupid video concept. Like you're a dork for making that. You're yeah. just the biggest fucking dork for doing that. Like, have you ever had sex before? Do like, oh, we're gonna like fucking losers. Yeah, that shit's so lame.
1: And they have a, uh, they're just videotaping, partying, and drinking with these girls. And then the guy who's trying to have the threesome goes into a room with. I, I wasn't really clear if it was both girls or just one girl at that moment in time. And the video, if you watch it, knowing what we know now, is so fucked up like even today without a video filming like we would never you'd never do something like that like these people are going over and popping open the door and looking in and being like oh it's kind of like turning me on and things like that and but it
0: was 2018 wasn't it that's not even that long ago i'm pretty sure that's when it came out it was posted in 2018 i feel like i've read that
1: if keep, it was posted in, if it, it was posted
0: in 2018
1: that's insane because if you see the clips from this there's no way because the video even the quality of it looks really bad but even saying it now can you even imagine yourself wanting to watch that video like wanting to like is that entertainment to people it literally i just think people were so when it came to early youtube people were so enamored by the fact that you could just film your
0: life dude sorry filming of a vlog squad video in 2018 Okay. That's wild to me. We graduated college two years before then.
1: Yeah. It's not that long ago. Okay. So that's very fucked up because they're just like opening the door. It's fucked up no matter what it's fucked up, no matter what it is, it is. But it's one of those situations where like some things people just got away with if back before.
0: Right. I feel like they every- weren't getting away with that in 2018. I don't know how he did this and nobody gave a shit until now.
1: Yeah, people were not getting away with it in 2018. So, people should have gave a shit even before now. But apparently this girl's come out and said, you know, she did not want this to happen and was actively trying to not have it happen and got really really drunk and it all happened and she's very very, you know, embarrassed about it now and didn't say anything about it because she's been so embarrassed about it. And my biggest takeaway is this guy's a scumbag. Yeah. I mean, An he is absolute, not even the guy who did it. David Dobrik is a scumbag. People are kind of not hating on him as much as they should. Cause he's coming out with, he came out with three different apologies at this point. He's like climbing the ladder of apologies. He was like, let's try this one first, which is just, I think the first level of apology is you notes app something and screenshot it and post it on Twitter. It's like the <laughs> earliest level of a apo- And people are like, this is all you got. I and then, the, and then he posted another one on his, he, lesser subscribed youtube page yeah and people are like are you trying to hide this apology and then finally he came out with you know tears streaming down his face crying
2: video. and yeah.
1: apologizing about it and i i just think you know you had to get forced into that apology i think you're an absolute scumbag and i think you're a scumbag for doing this regardless of if that girl wanted to do it or not
0: Yeah, it's just like a weird – like the whole concept of making that as a video in general, it's like literally unless you're in porn and you're making a porno or (laughs) sex tape, like why are you making that the subject of a video that goes on YouTube? Like you're a dork. Yeah. Uh, I just don't understand that. I also think this is proof that everyone's fake woke because this wasn't. This wasn't a video that nobody knew about. It was a very, I don't know how many views it had. I'm sure it had a lot of views on a, like a, a YouTube account that has tens of millions of subscribers. It wasn't that long ago. And then people definitely watched that, didn't care. And now they're like, oh my God, that's so terrible. I think it's just people are riding the wave of like, now we're all woke and love to cancel shit. And then two years ago, which isn't that long ago or three years ago, whenever 2018 was, I think it's 2020. They're like, oh my God, like th- this is so funny. haha! <laughs> I love David Dobrik. He hit his vlog squad. They're so hilarious. They're fucking people are losers. And they're just like now, oh, that's so horrible that he did that. And they probably watched it and laughed three years ago.
1: Seriously. I think he's a loser. I think his fans are losers. I think in general, I don't think I have really a person who's only a YouTube personality that I enjoy watching.
0: Yeah. I'm not a YouTube, which is funny because I want to start doing YouTube shit, but there's not too many people that like I, there are strictly YouTubers that I really like to consume very much. Yeah. Not, I usually I find
1: like. out about them through something else and then I'll watch shit that they put on YouTube. Right. But if you're strictly a YouTuber and especially vloggers, like yeah, you're dude, just filming, like you're filming like, your day-to-day life and putting it out there. You're not interesting enough. We keep saying it over and over again on the show. You're just not interesting enough. And if you got, if you have got to so sexually, he did. If you have to sexually assault girls to be interesting,
0: you should. Yeah. Yeah. You're not interesting, but like that you're doing too much to try and become interesting. That's just, it's yeah. I don't understand the concept of that video. Like I, I get shut off once you get to that. Once you tell me that's the video, I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I wouldn't even be interested in watching the video. I'd be, yeah, I would never watch that. I'd be so embarrassed to be in that video. Like the guys who are all at the door, like, oh my, like, dude, you're a dork. You are. Dude, sex doesn't make you cool. This is a big thing I think. I hate when dudes think they're cool for having sex. You're literally on this earth to have sex. The dorkiest people have sex. The weirdest, craziest, craziest, ugliest people have sex it's not cool that you have sex it's just not cool it's actually arguably the The only only thing thing you have to do while you're here yeah yeah yeah. so like oh i'm gonna like have sex with a girl sick dude so did like this dork who has one friend and like no one likes him he has a girlfriend that he probably bangs all the time it's not like you're not cool because you did that that's literally what you're supposed to do there's a reason no one likes the guy that brags about having sex yeah like sometimes with your your friends sometimes you talk about it but like if you're just going around like openly bragging about like or or making a video about it you're a loser yeah like oh what's my body count what's my body count who cares dude like nobody cares
1: everyone has sex you took an expression that murderers use to talk about how many people they've killed and you've used it to talk about how many times you've had sex
0: yeah <laughs> how many times you've done like something that's equivalent to breathing and eating like <laughs> basic biological functions fucking losers so we we if we had it we should have put the gavel on and fucking canceled uh, oh yeah david canceled
1: dobrik. being yeah david dobrik boom canceled boom
0: actually um, canceled maybe actually this, though yeah we didn't, even have, we didn't even have to do anything yeah <laughs> all right let's get to the last story and then we'll wrap it up um we can kind of quickly go through this but Chrissy Teigen, uh she left twitter pour one out for the homies sad day it, it really
1: is a sad day i didn't cry because i'm not a loser but <laughs> i do i love chrissy Teigen. i love chrissy and john legend i love their relation i'm a i'm a stand
0: for chrissy i hate chrissy so I'm why not, I'm an, explain I'm why anti- you hate her
1: because i'll pick holes in all in your entire argument here
0: i hate that i hate that she is all about like it definitely didn't start that way, but she became where I'm the clapback girl. So she just she literally sits on her Twitter, looks for the trendy things where she's like, what can I do the the stereotypical women power clapback thing? So all the girls are like, yeah, you go, girl. Like, that's just all she would do. She would try to find things and would just try to clap back at people. And I respect her for doing it to some degree for kind of going at people. But then you can't go cry about people being mean to you. If she wants to leave Twitter, she wants to leave Twitter. That's fine. Leave Twitter. But I don't think I need to feel sorry for you when you're the one picking fights with people half the time.
1: Yeah. um, So what I heard in that entire explanation was a woman is a little too strongly opinionated for me. And I'm a big (laughs) masculine man who believes women should stay quiet
0: and not speak their opinion. Sexist. I actually like it when girls... uh, talk shit it actually kind of gets me fired up it's like because when guys talk shit i feel like that's what they're like, so then guys you should do love do chrissy teigen nah, she's the
1: ultimate I, woman shit talker
0: i think she no nah, but then she tries to play fake woke too because then she because like example so i i because of the story i tried looking up what shitty things chrissy teigen has done so i could shit on her right now is that <laughs> how
1: you googled it too you did didn't you you googled I, I, shitty I, I googled things chrissy teigen has said on twitter i googled why does chrissy teigen suck <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. you definitely uh, so, didn't skew your results at all so i got so one thing she did was some kid was named some kid she was getting in a beef with some guy which is fine beef with the guy she then made fun of the guy's kid uh because they named the son this guy named his son meredith so she was making fun of this the son for having the name meredith because it's a boy with the name meredith which is historically <laughs> a girl's name and now she's like i just feel like Now she would shit on someone who did the same thing. Like now someone made fun. She's like probably all about like, oh my God, like the, you can't determine people's genders and like blah, blah, blah. And I'm so nice to everybody, but she was shitting on a baby for being named Meredith. I think she's, I think she's hypocritical. I think she's corny. I do think you're probably
1: right. And I'll I'll give you, I'll submit that point to you, but I think she is, I, I think she has to be to some level like that online. I think in the background with her friends, if you knew her, I think she is the kind of person who would make fun of a baby boy named Meredith, because that's objectively fucking hilarious. Who the fuck names their son, Meredith? What a
0: weird name to choose for your son. It should be abuse. Kind of. You're sending your kid up to get made fun of. It should kind of be child abuse. I think in a way, Johnny Cash, boy named Sue. Um, But she has done some things that I respect, like she fell asleep at the Grammys once. I respect that because I think all those award shows are dumb. So her falling asleep, that's funny. People also get mad at her, though, for like she says things that they say are out of touch, like she's too rich and like she'll talk about she bought some expensive bag or something. Like, shut up. You're just upset because you're a poor. Like, people who complain about that shit are the worst. Shut the fuck up.
1: That's why I thought you were going to tell me you don't like her is because of all the – she'll always talk about things like that. But I appreciate that because I hate when – the Kylie Jenner's of the world come on and ask you to give them money for their friend's hospital bills. When Chrissy Teigen,
0: I think would just pay for her friend's hospital bills. That's probably true. I, I'll shoot her some bail with that, but yeah, I, I don't subscribe to like, Oh my God, you're out of touch with a normal person. Like, no, you're just a poor and you're fucking butthurt about it. Like <laughs> you're it's not, just her, it's, not her, it's not her problem. You can't afford a Celine bag. Shut up. You're just a poor. I like that. You're just one a thing, poor. <laughs> one thing she did though, which is kind of, my take is a little controversial here, so I've debated even if I should say it, but I might. Let's say hear it. it. We can cut it if we need to. Something she did recently, which is a very sad situation, was she had a miscarriage. Very unfortunate, very sad. Like obviously, it's not good and uh, unfortunate situation. But after that happened, and I this I this is my initial reaction. I didn't like read anything to formulate this opinion. After that happened, she posted like a black and white picture on her Instagram of her in the hospital crying after she found out the news. I get that some people are going to say you can't tell someone how to handle the situation, blah, blah, blah. She generally puts her life out there. My reaction was that's not a situation that I need to see. I should not see someone going through that type of pain. And to me, it came off like cloud chasing. And I don't think that's a situation that should be used for cloud chasing. So that really rubbed me the wrong way when she did that. I couldn't be more on your side.
1: I I completely agree. I saw that picture and I thought in my head, so you're telling me you went through this devastating moment, life-changing moment. And the first thing that you thought, maybe not even the first thing, but maybe the second or third, whatever order it came in, you thought to yourself at some point, I better get, have someone get a picture of this moment yeah, so I can right. post
0: it on my it's social weird. media. Someone taking the, whoever took the pictures weird. If she told someone to take it or someone just did it on their own, that's just not something that you need to like, not, I mean, if it's private, whatever, but I should not have seen that. It I don't should need be private is yes, what it, it should, should be. It should, it should be not- private. Yeah.
1: Share that it happened because people know you're pregnant and and people are going to wonder what happened. So that's fine. But yeah, the whole photo and everything really, it weirded me out a little
0: bit. Yeah. I, I, that, yeah, it made me uncomfortable looking at that. And I was like, I really don't think that should have been posted and it made me uncomfortable. So that's like a touch situation. So people might criticize me for having that opinion, but I didn't like that. I
1: I love Chrissy in general because I think when I read some of, I agree with you, some of what she says is a little bit, come on, Chrissy, like, what are you doing? Sort of thing. But I think behind closed doors, she is probably a very cool chick. And I think, I, her, I her, think her and so. John Legend together are a pretty cool couple in my eyes. So I am applaud to her for quitting Twitter. I think it's probably one of the the best things she'll do for herself. And I, she'll probably just be back in a few weeks. I hope not. If she comes back, I'm going to, I'm going to take away all the good things I said about her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, let's let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up here. So I am going to ask you a question. Okay. And these are going to be sometimes would you rather this? is Another thing you guys could submit to us listeners, Mikey's of the world by going to men with Mike's pod at gmail.com. I've got one for you today. If you could go back and erase your memory of one specific thing in your life to relive it again, what would it be? And I've got a, a specification here that I'm assuming that I get to relive it with the, the brain and the memories that I have now besides that one moment. So
0: I'm, I'm, you know, me still. Yeah. Like you're going back and reliving it. But as you now, yes, I think my answer which is going to be a funny answer for me to give, would be Is this like how long is a moment? Like it's just like one. I, I, all right, regardless, it's the same answer. I would go back and relive the first time I took pre workout. <laughs> I felt like I was on literal crack and had, and I worked out for hours and I was like, I literally think I'm the Hulk. Oh,
1: Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. I would, oh, man. I wonder why people pick on you about these things. That is the most Jim Hardo Jersey
0: Guido thing I've ever heard you say. Cause I never drank coffee. Like I wasn't a caffeine guy and then I took pre-workout and I was literally like, I could work out for fucking days and never stop or get tired. And I felt invincible. It felt like I took just steroids. I felt I and like, I don't know. It was the best feeling ever. I miss it. I do
1: agree. I do agree with you. I remember my first time taking pre-workout as well. But I only did it maybe once or twice, and then I think my football coaches said like a story came out about how pre workout is killing people or bad there was for one your that heart. was killing
0: people. There was one, there was one when we were in high school that had amphetamines in it. They found it was like it would win awards for the best pre workout, and then they found out it had amphetamines in it. Yeah, that's the one I wish I was taking. <laughs> yeah, sick, sick, honestly. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I'm, I wish I could say I was surprised by your answer, but it makes so much sense for you. So I'm really happy that's the answer you gave. And I feel like my answer kind of lines up with me as a person a little bit. But mine is more so not, before I say it, I want to specify not the feeling as much as I wish I had more knowledge in my brain around how I discovered this, but I wish I could go back and relive jerking off for the first time. Cause I don't, I don't know how I discovered that that's what I am supposed to do. That's true. I don't know. No one teaches you like you don't learn that. And if you look up, you know, porn on the internet, that's not what they're doing. Typically they're not sitting there doing that. They're having sex. So I've always wondered what in the world was I do? Like, how did I just discover that that's what I do to feel good
0: when I was little? probably just like laying on your stomach one day. You're like, whoa, that felt kind of sick. I mean, like just kind (laughs) of moved away. You're like, whoa, like that was kind of cool. And you just do that a little more. You're like, wait, what if I do that? Like, that's probably it. Yeah. Cause I don't know how I did that. What if I I I tried,
1: what if I tried between the cushions? (laughs) 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 Yeah. So mine is more of an exploratory question. I, I wish I knew more about myself at that point in my life to understand how I discovered that. Yeah. How was I thinking at that moment? It's like the classic <laughs> joke of everyone says, what was the first guy who ever gave and received a hug thinking?
0: Like, hey, let's just embrace. Let's embrace each other here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those are people probably on mushrooms being like, I love you, man. I love you too. I love everything. And they're just hugged. Probably those, are the, like that. those are the same people that drank milk for the first time. <laughs> yeah. They, they sucked a cow's titty and they're like, let's just embrace. I feel so much <laughs> love right now. We'll Connected to you, and we call that one a callback, folks. That's what we in the <laughs> business call a callback.
1: <laughs> All right, let's uh, go recommendations and wrap it up. So my recommendations is a Twitter account that I follow. Um, I love it, and I actually think I found it through you, retweeting or reposting it. It's at Songs and Samples. Yeah, I like that one. It's so cool. It shows you, you know, old ass songs and how the How it was sampled for a newer age R and B or rap song, and I'm like fascinated by that shit. I mean, Kanye's the king of it, but I'm I'm fascinated to hear the old song and then
0: how they transformed it to be the the hook or the beat of the rap song is so cool. Yeah, it is crazy because it never even fully half the time. It doesn't even sound like it. You're like, how do they, or it's just like, it's such a small part of the song. It's like, how do they listen to something? I think, what if I take just this one little part and it's, yeah, it is impressive that people do that. It is crazy. There's also another one, Lord of samples on Instagram that I like too, which is basically the same thing. Although he posts pretty inconsistently. So I unfollowed him, but he was (laughs) good when he posted consistently. Um, But he, 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 he would post like, sorry, I've been posting a lot. I'm having like mental issues. (laughs) So then I unfollowed him. (laughs) (laughs) This is too much for me i'm here for the samples man i didn't come here to be a therapist yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) i hope you get help i hope you do better but i just wanted samples bro (laughs) um so then mine uh the song i have this week is called it's from son rohan rohan uh we went to gettysburg with you're on you know him right i don't know if i do he played football he was a play football with us he has a song called why do we wait uh, he had a new album called done waiting. I don't know if it's an album or an EP. It's a uh, seven songs, I think. Yeah. Seven songs. Uh, album was called done waiting. My favorite song is the opener. Why do we wait? Um, it's very good. Uh, he has a few other singles besides for that album, but I've actually, I really enjoy his music. Um, I wanted to play it. I hit him up, he sent it to me. So that's going to close out the show. Shout out Rohan. Great day to be a bullet. Shout out Rohan. Um, all right. Any last words for the people? Thanks for listening. Thanks. We love you. Hopefully we'll be in person and I can embrace Casey. Uh, Subscribe, rate, review. uh, We'll get us to 100 and I'll uh, send you kisses in the mail. Bye, guys.
2: can be detrimental to a cause. Why do you pause? Let that question give you pause. Waiting on the laws of the universe to be in our favor by mere hope. Maybe a human flaw. Time waits for none, and your time is all that we've got. What are you waiting on? What power is in your own hands that you forgot? The road to success is decided by two choices. Do do not. words can't even describe how i'm feeling murder the scene now i'm making a killing temperature checks i'm on how i'll be the endless i see through the figure no way to conceal it uh, uh. This a new season 2 I'm on the ass like a V's tour, my style Godly like I think to myself, what would Jesus do? One step on myself, huh Searching for knowledge, I'm up my wealth Busting the movement, I'm moving the stealth i with the truth, I'm to shoot from the belt. Hunting the beast, I'm collecting the belts. Popping them bottles and smoking on kelp. I'm with the freaking some shorties and we drinkin' cups or whatever it is that's on top of the shelf. Uh, you taking an L and you stressing. I take an L, turn that bitch to a lesson. Yeah, link through mutual connections. Still fuck the world, I ain't wearing protection. Yeah, I got the product to drop them. Dropping I'm bursting they bubbles, I'm popping them. Dressing they vote, out the band on the fist. So you know that it's Kurt Cobain, how I'm rocking them. Rockin em. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey. My chicks give me legs. lays, Cracking these bit like a case Play with my brothers, puck through like a bass. Chasing these nuts, not a thought uh, Heard about real Mirage I take the good and the bad and played it all together Call that a collage They LM Move but niggas is scar. I'm loading the clip and I'm raising the bar If I'm going somewhere, then it's probably too far I'm reading the greens cause a nigga on par I'm loving myself and embracing the flaws Defying their logic and making new laws I came with the way but they messing with Jaws I put the D on the bitch like I'm Kawhi The clock Yes yeah. yeah.